Can't wait to uh, network via Instagram. You like networking? He likes to network in the DM though. No, that's where he uh, in the DM world. That's, that's where you. Lurk, that's where huh? he does a lot of networking. Personal Dark email. Matter. Give me a personal email. Give me your kick. He tries to get from the DM DMs to the kick as quickly as possible. You ever kick? You ever kick? Uh, I've never kicked. When yeah, are we gonna? When are we gonna get our Zen chat? On? Zencast. Shout out to Zencast. Zencast. Potential sponsor, right? I think Google Hangouts. What's the difference? Zen <laughs> Zencast and Google Hangouts. You Google Hangouts has the video. You can see the person you're talking with. Not like Zencast. You know it's what, just sound waves. Just you know what Dagger waves. and I ended up doing on Zencast? No offense, Zencast, but we Zencast and then we simultaneously opened Google Hangouts and just muted it, and we were just on Google Hangouts the whole time. Because it was so much better, right? Call it a first. It's yeah, but we did, we did both at the same time. Combined. No, no, in, no, really no invite for, for your other uh, podcast member here? Just uh, it was a ah. Sunday. Oh, You're busy. Just my day off. You're at church. There was something going on that day. You weren't, you weren't available. Yeah. I, was, I was praising the Lord. But even as I'm we going s- to church again now, guys, by the way. Are you? Yeah. Congratulations. Thanks. You've, uh, church of Jim Beam. Every Sunday morning, I wake up, and I open to chapter two, first two. I take two ounces of the Lord. <laughs> this is a holy water. Mountain Dew. Kyle, uh, I discovered in a three-on-three pickup basketball game that oh. Kyle had taken a shot of whiskey that morning. Yeah, and I was dominating. to me. Just uh, one shot? What's one I shot going to do to you, Kyle? I don't know. Uh, Kyle also, I wasn't dominating. I almost passed out. but You were out of it at one point. Dude, I almost I had the spins. I don't know what it was. Yeah, just one <laughs> shot. I didn't feel it. It was a tough game, man. It was, it was hot a out. tough game, man. It's hot. We were getting physical. Damien's, you know, got some size on me. Oh, he was yeah. starting to take it in the paint, you know, trying to even out our early 1-0 series lead. He did. It was such a classic mix of pickup basketball. We had this one 40-year-old fat guy that skateboarded there. He just round his shit. And he had he must have had $5 and quarters in his pocket because he's playing with change in his pocket. He's just ching, 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 jingling the whole time. But he still had that, like, man strength. Yeah, he like, did. He no. still had some man strength to him, you know, which goes a long way if you know how to use it. Man strength? Yeah. He had great hands. He also kind of had that. I've seen the same guy. I wasn't there, but I've seen him. Kind of had seen that a, you've seen dumb him a strength, times. too, right? Yeah, he was kinda a little dumb. Dumb. He made some dumb plays. He wasn't good, but he had, like, you toss him the ball. He's like an old man. He's got those hands, those big old man hands. That He's not going to drop the ball. Everything pass you through him, he'd catch it. He might miss the layup. He's gonna catch the ball. He would miss. Yeah. He did have good hands and lots of blown layups. My lots team, though, my team was a nice mix. I had the tall, gangly white guy, and the short Hispanic leader, the older guy who was like a vocal leader. Yeah. And we had like a unique synergy where we were just positive, lots of communication, calling switches on defense. I mean, come on, this is pickup basketball. We're calling switches out. It was really easy to work with these guys. It was fun, a lot of fun. Shout out to Eric and uh, Kurt. But you started the day. To, you started the day with just a shot of Jim Beam, just a cool little. You little know, shot. it was. I didn't start the day with the shot. I I made a couple cracks to Trevor. Said I was gonna go hang out, with Damien, and then yeah, you know, I, I said the door slammed. He's gone. I, the conscience kind of started beating inside me, and I just took a shot of Beam. It's never satisfying either. Like I love beer. I love the way a beer tastes. Whiskey's always to me a little bit of a a punishment. Even it's a little bit of like. <laughs> you punish yeah. yourself with whiskey. When I take it, my body is reject. I feel the rejection. It's like, ah, ah. and I have to fight through that, through Damien, through his height, through his muscles, through his charms, to win that game. 
That's true. Which I did. Yeah. Your team won. You guys remember the Game first time shot. you drank whiskey? The no, very first no, time. No, I don't. I don't. I do. It's actually kind of a good story. Let's hear it. Oh, good thing we're on a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I can dude. tell a story here. Let's hear I'm it. all ears. Yeah, I was uh, overseas on this volleyball team playing for my mother and father's home village. Oh. And we were wow. playing against our rival village. And this was the championship game. And I just randomly picked up volleyball this summer. Anyway, I barely played. But we ended up beating this team in a super close match. And at the end of it, the big trophy looked almost like a Stanley Cup, big old cup thing. And uh, I was probably about 14, 15 at this time. These guys were pouring what I thought was, I don't know, Coke, Coke Coca-Cola Coca <laughs> into this cup. And uh, they were passing around. Everybody seemed kind of jolly. And uh, it wasn't Heineken in there. <laughs> it was fucking Jack Daniels whiskey. Jack Daniels, 14-year-old. So I was the uh, last one at the end of the line. And uh, I downed the stuff. And really? that shit burned like a motherfucker. I could barely talk. And I didn't drink the rest of the night, but I was plastered. Oh, yeah. Just okay. off of one long, just long little, drink. Little chest hairs just started sprouting out yeah. immediately when yeah. you're 14, right? That first shot. Dude, those right. youthful buzzes, man. Oh, when you first start drinking alcohol, the purest drunks ever. Like the purest high from alcohol. Well, it's like two drinks, and you're... You're loaded. You're loaded. loaded. You can really feel the change from one to two, even beers, much less drinks, when you're young like that. My first being drunk was three, like, natties or Keystone Lights. Three. And I was, like, wobbling and, like, woo. And I was like, what is this, man? This is fucking awesome. Dude. <laughs> I mean, and your first time with liquor, right? It's like, yeah. see, I was the opposite. I can't remember whiskey. I just remember this first party that I... I had went to, and I had uh, Jose Cuervo, gold. God damn, that's ruthless stuff, and, dude. And, yeah, I had no idea what I, and I didn't have a lot, I don't think. But the next day, sure felt like I did. Bye-bye. Bye. Steel plate right oh, in the front right, of my head. Right U.S. Head. steel imprinted. Just boot, it, dude, just a boot. Oh, God. And you just, it's that, it's that same thing I was talking about, that shot in the morning, though. You're, you go, why? Ugh. Like your body hates it. And so I wanted that. I wanted to start my day with a little, little spike, a little poison. Right. Just a lot a, smoother now, though, than it was oh, yeah. back in the day. Well, when you no, started. not really. I was, over, I was over at a friend's house the other day, and he was pouring me doubles. I was taking doubles. And they can't, I can't say that Jack Daniels we had was any smoother. I don't know if it gets smoother. I think it's, it's, uh, I think it it's a lie. Like, the, yeah. like scotch, it's like a... It's a lie men tell themselves. Scotch on the rocks. You know, you sip it slow, it's, it's refreshing enough. Have you ever really, like, had a, a sip of a, a warm, smoky scotch? Oh, yeah. And really definitely. been like, that hits the spot? You like that? Yeah. In a weird oh, way. Yeah. In a weird know. way. But never, like, people Not make like a cold scene. beer. Like, After a long uh, day at work, man, you pour yourself a nice scotch. You got a little bottle tucked up in your bedroom. <laughs> you do? Yeah, oh, yeah. Hidden from Under your wife. Under the bed? Hidden from your wife? <laughs> wife can't see Anytime it. she looks awake. <laughs> yeah, see, I'll be right for there. Me, for me, uh, scotch or, or whiskey, even though, you know, I've had some really craft. I've had, you know, I've had 30-year-old scotch several times. I just want to get it over with. It's all about an inst, uh, ends to a means or means to an ends, whatever the fucking expression is. I just want to get it done versus uh, actual, like, Sipping on a cup of coffee, I like that taste. I like that feeling. I want to enjoy it. Mm. It's interesting. Even coffee, though, if you're being honest, 
Coffee's never the taste wise. You're never like, ah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially if it's super taste bold. Wise. I'm talking about Kona? Taste-wise. Kona? Bean? Talking Hawaii's fun. Is that a Kona bean? I mean, yeah, but it's never some, like. Some coffees. The real bold ones. Like the donut shop coffee, it's not going to bite you. There's no I bite to the it. Taste donut sh- donut oh, God. It, I love it's it. It's so watered. Shut this up. is donut shop coffee. Yeah, by the way, Dagger, I, you have a cup. Well, maybe the, the, the footage will. You have a shitty. I don't know what that cup is. It's so small. It's like a mini. It's like a it's ornament. A, it's like a Christmas it's a flight. Ornament. It's a coffee flight. This, my friend, is Where'd gas station coffee. Uh, I, I got it at 5.30 a.m. this morning. Oh, you sick. You and always do that, man. You always have leftover coffee <laughs> it's hanging cold. around. It's colder than the outside air. So it's it's right 11 now. p.m. now. Cold and, and thick. I've uh, been enjoying it. I had a really terrible cup of coffee this morning. Really terrible. Just the grittiest kind of cup of coffee you can have. I uh, didn't have time, so I heated up some water, and I put some Folgers crystals the instant crystals, like when you're camping. The only time you should have that coffee is when you're camping, yeah. right? And you usually do it with lukewarm water or like room temp water and you just kind of stir it around. And it really gets in your, in your teeth and yeah. grit it out. And there's beans left over. It's oh, fucking man. weird. Well, this isn't even, it's like flakes. Mm. The, the, you know what I'm talking about, that Folgers oh, instant? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. That's that a terrible taste. mix all the way, too. We should, we should really look into this guy as uh, coffee podcasters. Balsack, the writer. Oh, Balzac? my, yeah. yeah. Balzac. Dagger, didn't you tell me he drank like 112 <laughs> cups a day or some shit yeah. like that? Notorious Once or like every day? No, no, yeah. no. Like every day he had those like espressos? No joke. Like 100 or something uh, like It was that. like around 60 from what I read. Shit. And the, dude, the guy. Yeah. Didn't his heart wrote, like explode? He was one yeah. of the most prolific writers of all time. Yeah, if no not the most prolific be. writer of all time. better be. So that's what we're hoping to do with the podcast here. Well, all these, all these writers are either it's coffee, amphetamines, or something. Something's something. getting them going. Something's getting them going. But there's some smooth coffees out there. And there's, there's definitely. I mean, speaking of smooth, how about these, uh, these hookahs right here? Oh, they are so great. We're, we are sucking down hookahs. We're here yeah. sucking down some lemon mint and watermelon mint hookahs at uh, Cloud Vibes. Yeah, and Cloud Vibes in Eagle Rock. It's a new place, up and coming. Lovely, lovely facilities here. Uh, we're out crackling fire. I don't know how this ice is on fire. It must be trick ice. How do you guys it. feel about nicotine? Do you guys remember? How about this? You remember your first cigarette or like drag of a cigarette? Oh, man. Oh, man. That yeah. was brutal, man. How about that How about that first time we had cigars together? That was the first time I had a cigar, and uh, I puked my brains out. Yeah. I think we all did. God. That was the first time I had a cigar or a cigarette. Oh, really? It was like the oh, worst thing bro. ever. Yeah. And we were sober. Yeah, my first cigarette, I like. I had. I. I don't smoke cigarettes. I, I hate cigarettes, man. They just don't work for me. But one of the reasons why I remember smoking it, and like the uh, the actual smoke burned my eyelet, my eyes. Like I got smoke in yeah. my eyes, and it was like burning. I was like, "What the fuck is this? That's. It just doesn't taste good. This hookah, though, amazing. Yeah, pass that over here. But first cigarette is most probably everybody's first introduction is. A fucking drunken night, and somebody's like, let me hit that, dude. And you take a big old fat rip of a cigarette, and you instantly just get that lightheaded rush, like, I'm going to fall back. But you feel kind of good and woozy. Like, Woo. Mm-hmm. Oof, that was brutal, man. Woo. But yeah, you got to know how to smoke them things, Kyle. Like, they burn your finger, the smoke gets in your nose and tickles, and you're like... <coughs> yeah. Kind of like I'm doing right now. Yeah, I remember that night. Okay, this is how dumb we were and in, in, uh, uninformed we were. We went to a top of a hill in high school. We each bought a like cheap cigar, parked up on some hill, and we're having contests like who could take the biggest hits and who could hold it in the longest. Yeah, I Do remember the math. That. 
I'm surprised we, it took us like an hour to throw up. I'm surprised we didn't throw up instantly. I remember talking with you guys on every one of us definitely we did. The, yeah. We all texted each other after like, I'm so sick. It was. I got home and violently was puking. But you know what's funny is that experience made me respect all the men I had seen smoking cigars because I thought it was my fault. Like, I didn't think I even smoked it wrong. I thought I was just like You're a pussy, bitch. Yeah. A pussy, yeah. Like, I was picturing Michael Jordan chewing on a cigar. <laughs> laughing at you. Red Arvok just laughing like, oh, you're soft. How many did you say Michael Jordan smokes a day? I think he sells six, I think. Six cigars a day? Great oh. interview. If you guys go, there's this YouTube guy. He's like, he owns Cigar Magazine and he does a podcast with people in like the classiest little nook somewhere all leather leather bound mm. books big leather seats nice conference table and he lights up a cigar and has like a podcast interview type conversation I like and that. I found one with Jordan and yeah he smokes about six a day he smokes or no he might smokes three on the golf course and six a day now it's probably just chain smoking I, I thought like a yeah. cigar though was like a hundred cigarettes or something well you don't inhale there's an art to it but it's, it's still, you're still it's, getting it you're still smoking your in your lungs. In your mouth. In your mouth. Like, still in there, Yeah, right? well, the nicotine still gets through, th through your mouth. So you, you're seriously dosing yourself up. Yeah. Even if you don't inhale, yeah, you're still going to get woozy for first-time smokers. He's jodding. You know, let him do what he's done. Do you do guys it. get lightheaded on uh, hookahs or no? Yeah, if I, if I rip Somewhat, a bunch, yeah. yeah. I don't really know how to do it. I'm still learning. So I'm going to have to talk to one of these okay. lovely ladies here. You don't know how to smoke a hookah? I don't know how to smoke anything uh, non-medicinal. You know. It's the same exact thing. Like you just the same mechanism. You just and then inhale, but along with the oxygen, you take in the contents of the smoke, the apparatus. Oh, it's smoking! I'm gonna take a hit. You're yeah. talking about smoking. Well, you, just, you don't know how to do it. Well, you're talking simple. about when you. Well, we'll do I also it at the don't same know how to jump. Time. We'll do it at the same time. <laughs> I've been right telling here you for you, years. Kyle. I don't know how to jump. Ready, Damon? One, two, three. I'm gonna out hit you. Right? Oh wow. I like Daggers. Daggers got a lot more bubble on his. I don't even hear Damien's. Look at that bitch cloud, though. And oh. so, I hate the way Dagger smokes, dude. He, he exhales like, like a dead years. fish. I've, I've known Dagger for years, and he thinks he's like Nate Dog in the studio or something. He like slowly opens his mouth like a fish, and he looks up at this guy, and he's marveling at the smoke that's coming out of his mouth. It looked pretty nice. And there's no smoke. There smoke. was plenty of smoke. Yeah, there's no smoke. Look at this cloud around my head. It's pretty big. I look like Zeus right now. <laughs> Hope you can see this. Dagger not only looked like he had been doing it longer, he looked like he was having more fun. And it looked apart. Be real, Kyle. Look apart. Oh, no, of, come on. Speaking of clouds, shout out to our establishment we're at tonight. Cloud Vibes. Cloud Vibes. For hosting us. This place is dope, dude. This place is really dope. I think they got, app they, they got a hot Instagram to at Cloud Vibes. Check them out yeah. on Instagram. Definitely post them, but hosting us, making us feel like royalty. Dude, selection of teas. They brought out a sele two selection of teas. For, tea for, tea for a couple coffee, guys. Hey, yeah. man, we're not exclusive to coffee. That's true. Yeah. Nice little caffeine and nicotine from... Is this... Yeah. Nicotine from the hookah. Is right. Uh, hookah have nicotine in it? Yeah. Yeah, it does. You're riding right now, you're for riding sure. on nicotine and caffeine. Just like most Americans, Damien. You're kind of touching base with, with most Americans right now. Cigarettes Upper and, and downer. I wish I smoked. Well, it's all about balance. Now, let's bring it back now. I guess <laughs> no, so. Stay away from that. I wish, I wish I was a smoker. You do? I do get it. Do. I get why people smoke. You wish you were sure. a smoker? Yeah. Yeah. I like hookah better because it's like, even like these uh, rigs, these vape rigs, they smell good. Like, they're, they smell pleasant. Delicious. You know, they're enticing. Cigarettes, I can't say that. I like the cigar smell, too, but I can't say a cigarette smell is particularly pleasant. I wouldn't want that. I don't want to be a smoker. I want you to unpack that a little bit. Why do you want to be a smoker? What, I what about get it? 
when you I've hung out with smokers and I've watched smokers, right? And I've known smokers. And any cigarette smoker will tell you this. Anybody listening here that smokes cigarettes gets it. It's and it's cliche to say, but it's the ritual. It's the vibe. It's cloud vibes tonight. But it's the hang. It's something to do. That's what it is. When you're bored, I had a little in college I had like a two week stint where I was a smoker. I loved it, dude. It's like you're hanging with the boys, you're just not doing shit. And you both look up at each other and you go like, you get this, you both get this big light bulb and you're like, dude, let's go outside for a zig. So what you get to like go on a little mission with your buddy. We lived in this upstairs apartment. We'd go downstairs, walk out to the backyard. This was in Iowa, big grass field, beautiful clouds. And we would just light up a little thing of fire. I've talked about this podcast before. I think it's innate to smoke. I think humans, it's deeply satisfying to us. I think man has always loved the idea of mastering fire but then when we brought you know we mastered fire to cook and warm us but then we brought it to a little thing we could put in our mouth there's also the whole oral fixation thing right? oh sure like Freud stage whatever of psychology mm-hmm. you still like but you get to right in front of your face you have mastered fire and you get a head rush from it you get an altered state of consciousness you get to there's this little symbol of yeah. mastery. And if you look at it from like a technological standpoint, it is very sophisticated, right? Contr- like he's touching on it, controlling fire, having it in a small source. It's, it's intimate with a very, intimate. A, a very sensitive part of you, you know, to fire. Uh, and then, you know, that, that whole, the rush, the, the mode of rush. It's very fascinating, man. Like if you're a mechanic it's sexy, working it's on alluring. a car and you're like just trying to solve this puzzle all day long and you get to take 15... <laughs> 10 to 15 breaks throughout that big process where you stop you look at this cloud the sky you talk to your neighbor and it makes you very chatty it makes people talk it brings people together so you get to have a conversation with this guy you get a little head rush you get a little buzz you get something to do you get that oral satisfaction and you know what I think a lot of us come from cold climates I think there's something very comforting about having that little fire it keeps you warm, right? If you're freezing outside, sure. a cigarette's going to give you, what, you know, a couple minutes of, of warmth. But you know what? Uh, the idea, like, the way we're smoking right now in, like, a relaxed lounge environment, like, taking your time, enjoying that time, I think is a nice mindset to smoke versus there's this thing that happens to your brain, uh, obviously a dependency on nicotine, but even more so with, like, the cigarette where you almost have hesitance to get the job done unless you have this precursor, this... This you got to stoke the fire a little yeah. bit. I got like coffee, right? Like oh, I, I gotta have my coffee in the morning. There's people that they go, oh, I just need one cigarette first, or they get stressed and mm-hmm. they they gotta have that cigarette. Whereas I don't think it works the same way with hookah, because you can't yeah. do that. You have to set it up. It's even more ritualistic. You have to have the hot coals. Like you have to kind of sit around and fire and talk. Which in and itself, it's I think you touched on something. It's the cue. It's the ritual. Can you imagine how many cigarettes John Lennon was like? working on a little piece of thing yeah. and he goes the cue that cue of like alright I'm going to tune into my consciousness I'm going to take a break I'm going to get a little me time a little boy time a little guy's time right and then you pair that with the actual chemical reaction that nicotine is altering your consciousness imagine that cue you know like imagine you're some blues singer and you're like before I play this song on stage I gotta light a fucking cigarette mm-hmm. before up. So you you tune into that vibe, you're like yeah, man, this is I'm going deep right and now. You actually believe that the cigarette is helping your performance because it kind of is because your mind is getting in that sp- space. 
I read something where they, you have to credit a lot of, you have to give credit to nicotine for being a precursor to like creative movements as far as jazz clubs or blues clubs. Because back in the day, and even you know, prehistorically, meetups and political up, up, upheavals, you're inside and there is loads of nicotine in the air. And that's, that stuff is not leaving a cheap blues bar in Harlem, man. A jazz club in Harlem. That shit is full. Everybody's getting high on nicotine that night. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Whether you smoked or not, yeah. So you got to get, there's, I forget the context this person writing it or spoke about it in, but it, was, it made a lot of sense. It's like, you have to credit, like, you got to give uh, Rubber Soul, you got to give credit to Weed for making that album. In a way, right? You can make that argument. Sure. Or LSD for Sgt. Pepper. Sure. The substance... You, ha- you have to say the same thing for blues or jazz. Because that is a... Jazz people, they smoke. Chain smoke. Oh, yeah. There's filled in that air. It's thick smoke. It also makes your life so much more cinematic every moment. It's like you're the hero against the whole world, right? You just got it. You light it up and you solve the problem at hand. When we talk a lot about how satisfying a crack of a beer is... That stoke of a lighter, oh, a bick, the flick the of a bick, too? yeah, zippo. Oh, the zippo. Oh, that's even more satisfying. The way a, a heavy zippo unfolds, immediately lights you up. You hear it lighting. It's beautiful. And a zippo is mechanical. I used to have a zippo, and you have to like take it apart, clean it, change the cotton. You got to change the, uh, the the fluid in it. Oh so yeah. All that care and love you put into this thing, and then maybe you grow your own tobacco, or you have a pipe. There's a lot of stuff that goes into that, mm-hmm. the intimacy of that. Sure. It's a whole culture. Whole, like, it's, it's culture. got finalia and all that stuff. It does. But then, with all that said, <laughs> there's the dark side. Oh, here. The, Reality the smoking rip. cigarettes. Yeah, it's fucked. And uh, we, we've all had family members that have fallen to that, I believe. We uh, have. And it's provided a lot of dark in the world. I've seen... I've seen my, my my clique of friends, though, kind of go through phases where I'd turn around and almost everyone was smoking cigarettes to uh, people making choices for themselves uh, that they found to be a better lifestyle choice and, like, sticking to it, which I got to I gotta give my friends credit because I've never been addicted to nicotine, but it's not easy, you know? And so there's, there's some light there, you know? And there's nobody in their right mind. If you're being honest, everybody knows... Smoking is cool, right? It's a cool act. It's cool. And what's cool about it is it says, this is what it says. It says, I am a bit more reckless than you. Yeah. I don't give a fuck more than you. And I'm not worried about tomorrow. That, there's, there's, there's romance in that, and there's also a, a, an element of being fucking cool. Like, damn, man, this guy. It, it's, like a, it's like the predecessor to the face tattoo. Like that's what the face tattoo is now. <laughs> Come again? <laughs> like that? Like yeah, that's I'm a serious. big leap. I'm serious that's though. A big leap from cigarettes. I, I'm serious. To face face tattoo. tattoos are like the new smoking. Because what are you trying to say by getting a face tattoo? And it, they're actually people are like youthful people, kids. They idolize people with face tattoos. Yeah. Hip hop stars. They find them very attractive. They find them very cool. They want to hang out with them. What is a face tattoo that says "fuck Fetty Wap" or? Ice cream or 100% or anything, an emoji on your Post face. Malone. Say. Post Malone. Mom, what do these things say? They say, I'm carefree. I, and what's the question someone's going to ask you first? Though? They go, well, what do you, when you get older, you're going to want that on your face? They're going to turn back to you. Fuck getting older. I don't care about getting older. 
care about right now. I'm living, I'm, I'm living now. In, I'm living in now. I don't even want to get older. I don't even want to make it that far. I want th- this is representing my youthfulness, mm-hmm. my uh, my agency, the fact that I'm doing this for myself and saying fuck it. It's the ultimate YOLO. I'm not a fan of face tattoos, but I'm serious. I think it is like definitely tapping into that idea of like the cigarettes. Now it's way more taboo, but it's becoming less and less. We're actually gonna. I think we're tapping into the first society we're going to find where face tattoos are going to become more and more normal. That's uh, What percentage of the population you think has face tattoos? I'd, uh, I'd say it's like still like 1% or 2%. The world population or America? America. No, I was saying America. America. Yeah. It's got to be like 1%. Yeah. Oh, it's less. It's 1 in 100 people with a face tattoo? I think it's way more less than, than that. More than half people have a tattoo. Uh, ages uh, 18 to 27. Yeah, tattoos I get but on the body, but the face is a completely other thing. I it's mean, when you though. see that, it's completely jarring, and I completely like, jarring. Oh yeah, you're when jarred. See, yeah, when I see somebody with a face tattoo, yeah. I a- almost immediately think gangster. I think like I got to watch myself around this guy. That's just kind of how I'm wired. What if it's a 15 year old girl with blonde hair? Shh, I mean, I haven't seen that. Art, yet. Yeah, I haven't seen that in, in real Be life. Pretty blown away. Have you seen them? You no haven't com- seen no a f- 15. No, yeah. no you comment. shouldn't yeah, talk about it. No. Yeah, I don't. Face tattoo means, it means, it means, first of all, I'm not really playing by everybody else's. I'm not playing by society's rules. So a lot of gangbangers do that, right? Mm-hmm. Well, but it started also to, with them. you know, the, the whole rock star, hip hop artist, famous celebrity is, you, but that sort of wealth, you're outside of the confines of like having to fucking sit in front of some guy in a tie and interview. Like, yeah, yeah I'm a hard job. worker. I get the job done. You know, you're, you're kind, kind of doubling down on that lifestyle. That life, yeah. well, well, let's let's take a step back. Let's peel it one step back. That's a great point you're making about you're not going to be able to unless you're a celebrity. Feel confident saying in an interview and having a face tattoo. Back in the days, you wouldn't get hired if you had a visible tattoo. Yeah, when when I was trying to get my first job. If you had a visible tattoo on your arm, you had to cover it to, to work at my establishment. Like yeah. that, that was the thing. A lot of places still do that. Now, yeah. now you got teachers with neck tattoos and finger tattoos, and you got the kindergarten teachers, man. You got everything. You got, you know, pastors <laughs> face <laughs> tattoos now, man. No. There's no f- it says God is great on his forehead. Yeah. One of the things I like about tattoos is it, it is the ultimate commitment to something like if you put i love cheesecakes on your on your arm like there's no going back from that you have to love cheesecakes the rest of your life and you got to deal with the doubts and everybody else's opinions and all the bullshit that comes with people reading your arm it's what it is dagger and i've actually so in my personal life my brother has got a tattoo i haven't told you guys this no i was gonna let you guys find out for yourself but he's got he's got he's done his second stage of a tattoo and Having a brother, being somebody, a little brother, somebody I you know love and have seen grow up, obviously, it's kind of trippy because what what we're touching on is permanence, right? For the it's it's such a commitment, and people like people are like oh it's just a tattoo, but it's no it's yeah it's not a big deal, but it's also a huge deal because you've literally done something permanent. Very, very permanent. And your body, as we used to know it, or you used to know it, or used to appear, is gone. It'll no, never, you'll never not have that too. Obviously not. You can get it removed, but mm-hmm. highly unlikely, mm-hmm. unless there's new technology that comes out. But it's just weird, because you go like, well, that's now a part of your physical appearance. It's part of 
It's very weird. It's as permanent as it gets yeah. without doing something extremely, like, beyond he's, that. Uh, so he's on his second stage. When did he first get it done? December 1st was his first session, and he got, you know, it's uh, Hold on. It's cool. I'd like I don't it. want to say it yet, though, yeah, because I, I still want to know. I wanna, I did he it. tell you about it before he, he got it? He told me about it. He okay. told me about it. We saw Jordan Peterson live in Long Beach. You know, the first time him and I got to hang out for a while, we are just talking shit. He's like, yeah, I'm going to get this tattoo, dude. I was like, really? I was like, dude, I give him the classic big brother. I was like, all right, listen, here's what you do. One year from today, you come back, and if you still want to do it, you can fucking do it. And he's like, I like his tattoo. I think he really likes it. I think he's satisfied with it, but it's just one of those it's permanence I said yeah really make sure you're committed to this this thing <laughs> and how that, long after always this always that guy in your life that has to say that right? how long after that talk world people, people have been like oh you're fucking lame it's, dude it's not a big deal it's just a tattoo but it's and it's not it's just your arm it's just your physical appearance which may not be important who cares but you told him to wait a year which is good advice I think for a tattoo that's a big decision like that's, that's the whole thing the, some of the greatest works in this life have been done because they burn the bridges behind them. Burn they the boats. F- they fully, yeah, they burn the boats down. There's no going back. I'm yeah, going to fully commit to this thing that I'm putting on my body. I can't say any great works in life were getting a tattoo. I don't think that's going to change anything. No, but the, that, that whatever his brother got on his arm must mean something extremely important to him. You so, would hope with people. You yeah, hope you would that, hope. That's your advice to you people. Would hope, so but I, you, you I know your well brother, and sure. it pro- he's probably damn sure he wants to get it, right? And who knows? Maybe if he didn't get it, he wouldn't be- have that belief a year from now. And, yeah. you know, And that's simply because his unwavering faith. And if he puts it on his body, shit, yeah. he's got to go all out. I mean, that's I like cool. the idea of putting like a post-it note on your vanity mirror. You know, and looking at that every day. Because you could peel it off, right, and throw it in the trash and no, forget about it. No, you look at it every day, and you think about it every day, and it impacts you every day. Yeah, but that's it's. it's I look it's at it more than I look at my it's fucking a arm. Sort of commitment. Yeah, for sure. The, uh, the inherent in commitments is the cost. I was actually listening to this uh, psychological breakdown of wedding rings, and your wedding your your band for your spouse is supposed to be a quarter of a year's income, like on average, right. whatever you know. That's like the general rule of thumb. And I think it was an evolutionary psychologist. He's like, well, why is, why do we pay so much for a wedding ring? It's because if a wedding ring costs as much as a cup of tea, it doesn't show any sort of value. So if you had a message, yes, you could post it on your mirror or do something impermanent and still get the same effect in, in, in theory. But when you do something as permanent as like, I'm writing this on my fucking skin with permanent marker. It's a way of, it's the value of that, it costs. It costs a lot. So therefore, perceived value of said message actually will impact your life a bit more. There's got to be a lot of people that have gotten a tattoo. Like, listen, people have crazy lives. People change vastly. I have to imagine there's somebody that's gotten a tattoo as an anchor, as a psychological anchor that's like, oh, that's who I am. Oh, yeah. And they look at their arm, whatever, like look at their kid's portrait on their face. Like, okay, that's why I'm here. Boom. Like that's got to be that's that's valuable and that's very and they paid a high price for it. You paid the price of permanence, so I respect that and that and that's a cool concept to think, to make a decision like, hey man, I'm right. I'm gonna die for this shit I put on my. Body. I do too. I I'm just think this idea. I think there's also something that I don't even know if we'll tap into tonight. I don't know if we can because none of us have tattoos. Uh, 
that's beyond just the commitment, the permanence, the thing for you. Because so many people have tattoos. Whereas getting a mural painted on the side of your house is permanent and expensive and tells you something as a reminder. Other people can see it. But there's not very many people getting Marilyn Monroe portraits or I Love Mom or anything on the side of their house. And they think that's ridiculous. You're probably going, Carl, why are you bringing this up? It's a very, very similar thing. It's a, it's a structure. It's, a, it's, a, it's an entity in itself that is... But it's replaceable. But it's not, not very likely to replace. If you're, it's your house you own, it's your home, you might maybe one time in your whole ownership repaint the house, right? But... but but go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say the cost of replacing it is not that much. So it's always in the back what? of your head. Of Painting your house? Of the mural, yeah. You could always say, well, I could always paint it over if, if I ever want to. Uh, you know, if, if my there's mom ever out. pissed me off. There's a way <laughs> you know, out. There's a way there's out. A way there's out. a quick way out. And that way out is what makes it difficult for a tattoo guy. Maybe I could girl. have said, you know, etched in versus painted. Something more permanent. It's just, there's something more than that because this is, it's like a... People are, it's rampant how many tattoos are being done on people every day. Oh, it's so cool. It's Vogue. It's they, that, like, dude, there's people, the new tattoo style isn't even a tattoo. It's like stickers. They look like you have like a tiny little star here and a little dot here and a little bear here. And they're just little stickers. Yeah. It's just like, and, and, and I'm not taking away from the tattoos that mean something. Like my sister got a tattoo, you know, after my grandfather passed away and it meant a lot to her. Uh, and you know, but then she, of course she went and she had to get one more thing done to it. You know, it's kind of yeah. addicting too. Oh, when yeah. you get one tattoo, like I don't know if your brother will ever get one, but I'd say the odds are likely he'll get another tattoo in his life. Yeah. Once you get one, you kind of start getting into the tattoo thing. Yeah, I'm not against tattoos. I mean, it's I just I would I want people to get meaningful tattoos, which is stupid for somebody to want something for other people, right. but like. It's and, and listen, man. There's if I, if we had somebody who really knew tattoos or like historian. I've watched a few like Vice documentaries and shit. And it's also too. It's a cultural thing too. Like uh, uh, like Samoans and and warrior tribes. I mean, mm-hmm. that's in it. Like some of the body dysmorphia you do for becoming a warrior, becoming a man in your tribe. I mean, that's that's more of the cultural side, but. It's that that stuff is kind of different to me. I, I I think you know even tribes in Africa with the keloid scar tattoos and things like that. You mentioned the Polynesian culture, uh, that that has such more of a rich history, a traditional origin. Uh, you know it, it means something symbolically as a man or a woman in the in those tribes. I, I don't have anything against tattoos either. I just I think I've decided that they're not for me. Yeah, they're not for me. Yeah. Me either. Yeah. Yeah, not for me. I've made the decision yeah. that I'm not going to get it. Damon? Uh, I mean, ah. I'll, I'll play that whole... No, no, no. I, I mean, I don't think I'll ever get a tattoo, but... Because I don't... That's the thing. I in the, Back to the advice I gave my brother is like, you at a certain age, you realize how much you fucking change over life. So it's like, you sure you want to... Are you really glued to this idea? You know, are you really... Are you really uh, not going to change from the stage of life you're in right now or this message you might believe something diametrically opposed to the concept you're getting on your arm or whatever it is but i like it's 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 for, to each their own and mm-hmm. there's something to be said about people that like the aesthetics of at- uh, tattoos mm-hmm. that's cool too you know? i mean i like the aesthetics of tattoos i find a nice tattoo on an attractive woman or something or a cool tattoo on some dude i'm like nice tattoo man it's yeah. fucking tight you know i'm gonna go ahead and tattoo my belief onto myself and never get a tattoo ever oh, again. Oh, okay. I'd like that. Right? Okay. okay, yeah. And those are also cool 
you know, metaphorically, that's a metaphorical yeah. cool thing to do is tattoo a belief on your whole life. Like, I will never... And there's permanence I and commitment blank. there. Yeah. I'll never commit. It's really hard to do that, right? Like, it it's is. really hard to say, I will never do this. It's not fun. Yeah. It sure isn't fun. But yeah, there's, there's, there's some meaningful tattoos out there. There's some cool tattoos. So why does it have to be meaningful? Let's just, well, like, what, I mean, what's behind be, that? What values are behind that? Yeah, why well, can't it okay. just be pretty? you got to have meaning in your life. I mean, I think it's, it comes down to, I think, I believe right now that everyone should strive to have meaning in your life. I think it's very important for a human being to have meaning. Because then, I mean, we all live as if we have, uh, we hold things valuable and, and we live with meaning, a meaningful life. I think every, at some degree, everyone, some people take it really seriously where every single thing they do, say, act, be, is in accordance with searching for meaning or finding meaning. And that's commendable. It's, it's, it's weak to like, never have any beliefs or convictions or never make up your mind or always be like, oh, I don't know, could be. I hate, you know, you don't want to be that guy. Like, oh, it could be. Maybe not, though, right? Like, okay, yeah. Uh, well, well I like want to if you want to. Right. But so, you also believe in to, to each his own. Oh, right? of course. To, like, of course. live your life however the hell you want to be. Absolutely. Like, that's also a core belief. And, you know, there is something to be said about how absurd life is and how temporary it is. So why struggle with trying to find meaning and live that way? Because you'll have a happier life. But why work so hard for something that's temporary? You know, like there's, there's that side of things oh, of that somebody can justify yeah. not living a meaningful life and just getting some silly tattoo on their face. And let's go. Let's live in the moment right now. Yeah, that's commendable too. Yeah, it's kind of like a, what would you call it, Damon? I don't know. I don't, like there's, the word's escaping me, but I would say like balance. Yeah, something ba- like that. Yeah, right? you yeah. live with balance. I thought he was going with holistic. Maybe with balance, Meaningful right? balance. Yeah, it's true. So how about this? Let's go through it. Rapid fire. You have to get a tattoo tonight. What do you get? I did it my way. <laughs> the lyrics to my way on my back. The whole, <laughs> whole lyrics. With like Frank's face in the background. Yeah. I get on air inside my lip. Ah, uh, that's good. Oh, that's pretty dope. Well, you can hide it though. It's got to be visible. <laughs> Just I'll get it be outwardly visible. I'll get on on <laughs> one eyelid and air on the other eyelid. <laughs> That'd be pretty oh, that's cool. funny. That'd be tough, man. If gun your head, you got to get a tattoo. Well, Damien, don't don't get out of this one. Ah, what about shit. you? I know you're thinking about it low key while you're asking me something else. I was thinking about it all week. That's what I was talking about. I'd get a giant yin yang on my stomach, on my belly. Don't you already have one on your chest? That's shaved with my chest hair. I shave that in oh. daily. That is one of the funniest chest hair configurations I've ever seen. Is Damien's naturally forms a I yin yang. I don't have a yin yang. <laughs> it's a yin yang. Dude, he's all about balance, man. He's balance all about being. balance. He doesn't have a hair on his body, but he has this yin yang, yin yang between <laughs> his two measly pecs. Maybe it's like. And they happen to have the dot in each side. Dude, it's, like, for some reason. it's like one of those chia pets. I think body. he's actually grooming it like that. Like It's his faux tattoo. Like He's always wanted a tattoo. He's trying to tell his brother not to get one. Now he can't because his brother got one. It's just grooming the facial hair. Damien, you didn't answer my question. I don't think it got across. I wanted to know how long of a wait your brother waited from when you saw Jordan Peterson and he talked to you about it. And you're like, you know, I'd wait about a year on that. So when he's like, you know what? Good advice. I'm going to go ahead and get it. He didn't take my advice. So we saw JP, Uncle JP in like June. So now it's December. But he said he'd been thinking about this. He didn't think of it that night. 
he had been thinking about it for a while. Okay. He, so. he gave you six months of respect. He, gave you, he yeah. waited half the time. Yeah. He, what about yeah. hennas, guys? Would you ever get a henna? I've never got a henna either. Weekend? It's too close. Oh. Wild weekend? It's yeah. Yeah. Henna. Like drinking a near beer for a Mormon? <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, so we got some uh, oh, Sophia. Wow. Oh, is this, is this coffee? Oh, my goodness. Armenian Do you guys coffee serve coffee too. here? Yes. Or is this special special for us? Oh, my goodness. Thank you so Very much. Kind. So, so much. we're being served. Three Thank you. cups, individual, special house Armenian, Armenian coffee. coffee. This is beautiful. Let's give these girls a shout out. Really strong. Really yes. strong? We like it strong. Coffee cup readings? What, all right, what's careful. a coffee cup reading? We'll be here all night podcasting so, after this coffee. Usually at home we have these small cups and then there's like a plate underneath. So when you flip it, the coffee groundings down the cup and we read the groundings on it. Oh, that's excellent. Yeah. We're going to have to try that. That's dope. We're going to have to try a more traditional tech. Cheers, Thank you guys, guys so, so much. Cheers. for the coffee. Again, the spot is sick. The Cloud Vibes. They're Cloud so Vibes. Sh- this is a new spot, man. Cloud Vibes. Maybe this could be, now that we know they serve coffee, this could be. This is special Armenian coffee. Coffee readings, guys. See your future in what, the beans. Kyle, you were closer. Can Ooh. you reiterate? I don't think yeah. anybody heard that. No, what? yeah, that was off air. So said. we were just being informed that this particular Armenian coffee, they it's traditionally served with a plate under it. Uh-huh. And... It has coffee beans. When you pick it up, when you pick your cup up, there's coffee beans that make a formation, and they read into it for uh, meaning, for significance. Deeper meaning, coffee. meaningful coffee bean. If there's no meaning, there's no reason for it. Yeah, actually, uh, yeah, after you drink the cup, the coffee beans, the grounds are oh, still the bottom. on the inner side of the cup. Shit. And it forms, like my grandma does this. Uh-huh. When she makes a cup of coffee. There's grounds on the inside of the cup, and then she starts telling people's fortunes and all this stuff, like some spooky crap. Dagger's actually the more culture. That's right. I, I, I misinformed it. Yeah, it's in the inside of the cup after you're done drinking. Yeah. Not on the On a bed of coffee beans. <laughs> wow. That'd be nice, wow. too. Yeah, like softly cool. ground. This is I very tasteful to, stuff. Dude, it tastes amazing. Yeah. I'm eating my own words Dagger, if, if, if you if you wouldn't have known from your grandma, would you have believed me with my the way I delivered it, though? You would have believed it, right? Sure, yeah. If I was an you're outsider, like, I wouldn't question you. A bed of coffee beans. I had to stop you right there. Well, they better well be I'm glad for the listeners that they, they got the right way. They just bought themselves another hour. We're going to stay past closing yeah. now. Give it, you feeding us coffee? Yeah, yeah, keep it open. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Swipe it. That was nice, man. This place is dope. The soundtrack is good, too. Hopefully the listeners can hear it. I just want to hang out here, man. Yeah, I want to like lounge here and just hang. You know that this the owner dope. was uh, thinking of the name. Don't eat the coffee. <laughs> no, not, not, don't forget the coffee, but he thought of Cloud Vibes when he took a big rip out of one of oh, these hookahs. Dude. Just had it all around his head. Just chasing just, clouds, you know man. Cloud Vibes. He's with like his <laughs> homie. Kanye song went on. Yeah. He's with his friend. He's just like, man, I just like the, the way this feels. He's like, start cloud, business. Cloud Vibes. That's what it is. It's dope, man. I like the spot. Yeah, it's very nice out here. Nice heat lamps, got the fire. They're going to have many more prosperous years. And no booze. No booze here. I kind of like it. You don't need it. You don't need booze. I mean, I was, before she handed me the menu and she asked for drinks, I immediately was going to just go Heineken, like a wave of my arm. I'm going to kind of take a Heineken. I let you you take that hit. You order like a fucking. I found out the hard way. Coors or something. Whoa. Damien. Whoa. Blowing nostril. Right, Nostril we'll cloud vibes at us. We're blowing nice cloud here, right? Finally got some clouds going. I've been blowing clouds all night, blowing hot air, dude. I haven't seen it. 
Dagger, I do like the way you really smoke. Like Don't let Damien take you down, man. I like I like the way you really smoke. Oh shoot, That's we got a, a bowl here. Cloud. We got a bowl finally. This is how Dagger does it. It's tight, man. It does look like Nate Dog. Got dead fish. Can you blow it out and suck it in through your nose? Yeah, uh, French circular inhale. breathing. French inhale. Hey. Let's see this. Oh shit. <sighs> Just, it's like a brute. <laughs> like Look at the of finesse. This coffee is delicious. It's, it's really good. Might nice. have to podcast for five more hours I know, after I, drinking this. Better fucking. Mm. I don't know what they did. Okay, it's sugar. We're I think talking sugar in there. on this episode. There's some sugar in there. Talking on this episode though, coffee. You say doesn't taste good. I know. This I'm is eating delicious. My, I said, am I eating my words? Drinking I stand corrected. Sophia brought us some nice coffee. This is delicious. This is amazing. Mm. Well done. I don't know whether I should fall asleep or freaking jump around. Oh, jump Dude, around. Let's get tattoos Do a front tonight. flip. Who's down? I'm kind of down after this episode. <laughs> after just two, two sips of coffee is all it takes. <laughs> and we start getting coffee tats. Uh, well, what if we each got... This is so gay. We each got like a bean, coffee bean, different, <laughs> different beans. Oh, that's, that's so gay. Bean. <laughs> so like gay. Spilled beans. <laughs> that's so gay. <laughs> oh, man. Have you been with a friend where you've either gone with them to get a tattoo or you've gone like you've had to talk them down from the ledge of getting a tattoo have you done either or those yeah I have I went with Trevor to get his tattoo his first tattoo yeah I was there is that is that his first tattoo like his his mistake tattoo yeah so so Trevor went and was trying to get a tattoo of the number 12 in Roman numerals god what a dumbass talk about dumb tattoos but it meant something to him what his favorite number or something well it it was his number growing up. It was his sports it's number. T- no, like, it's t-ball? like T-ball number. Seriously. Yeah, it's not T-ball number. Yeah, it wasn't a high school thing. I don't even think he played. Okay, so for something like public. that, that's when you, you get the number at like a fast food place, and it's like, oh, it's my T-ball number. You steal the card. That's what you do there, and you put it up in your room. You know, you have a, a Carl's Jr. number 12. Yeah. You don't fucking get a tattoo <laughs> of it. It's just so lame. So Trevor picks out the numbers. on the. So you can't blame the tattoo artist. He picks out a V and an I, which is six. six. And so instead of getting the X in the eye, which is, oh, no, 11. he should No, so, so why didn't he get, oh, so maybe his number's 11. Sorry. Okay. Sorry, Trevor. What Back kind of up. friend are you, man? You let this happen. How drunk were you guys? Oh, dude, we were, we were drunk. Hose. We were drunk. It, it was like hose. the cliche drunk So he was, he was going for X-I. <laughs> he was going for X-I and went for it. <laughs> and then he got V-I. V-I. And he realized it tattoo. mid-tattoo, and I was right there in front of him. Okay, also, also like our, our, our friend Trevor is, <laughs> he's built strong. He's built. He's built strong. He's got big arms, thick boy, big legs, and this is a big shoulder. This is on, and it's, it's the how how what tattoo. one inch by one inch, two inches maybe, not even two. It's you one almost inch. can't yeah. see it. It's like today, it's, like it's under the hair. You don't. You it looks like a hair. Yeah, on your arm. Yeah. God, what a cook, dude. And and here's <laughs> the thing, Trevor's one of these guys, right? Like, you know, let let the past be, right? I was like, Trevor, you can easily fix this. You just put an upside down V and you connect it with that first V. That's an X. And you make the eye taller. And you extend the one. And there you go. But no, you know, it's a, it's a lesson that things happen in life. You just got to go with the flow. And it's kind of funny. Talk about meaning. So now we call him Six. Big Six. Shout out, Trevor. Big Six, actually, because how small the tattoo is. Yeah. It's uh, such a bad tattoo. Well. Sorry, Trevor. Is that, his, is, is that his only tattoo? Yeah, at least get some, get like a mural. Get a fucking well, dog t- uh, on it or something. We got a friend with a mural. Who? Unfinished. Austin. Unfinished. Let's though. just go Austin, through these yeah. guys here, okay? Let's <laughs> Austin. That's a full back. Austin's piece. got his full back of a of a of a monk under a tree, uh, med- meditating. 
Yeah. It was like it's colorful. All these colors. It's like floating Buddha. stones and Buddha, stuff. Yeah, floating fucking lotus floating tree mountains there. behind them and stuff. I'm not sure if it's Buddha exactly. I think it might just be some regular monk. But yeah, he's got his whole thing. And then, of course, he's got the love on his forearm. Oh, that's yeah. right. His last name's Love, so he's got love on his forearm. You know, Austin's back piece is impressive. I probably talked to him a couple times a year about finishing it because even though, like, I wouldn't get a tattoo for myself, I love to see it finished. I would love to see it complete, mm-hmm. vibrantly, fully realized, a full commitment, if you will, to the tattoo. Because he hasn't quite div- dove in, although it's beautiful already. But he's got several sessions left. Oh, he does. Yeah, yeah. he's got to go back. And it's been ten years. You got to finish your tattoos. I, I mean, it's, 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 it's hard thing. to finish it ten years later. You got to get the same artist. It's a whole thing. You know what it kind of reminds me of is uh, Da Vinci. Oh, you know, yeah. Da Vinci was infamous or famous for never finishing any of his work, and what? he became Da Vinci. Yeah. You tell me Da Vinci's work's unfinished? Most of his work is unfinished. What about all the pieces he's famous for? You'll you'll see you'll see uh, read up on it, man. A lot of his work is unfinished. Sure. Really? And mean, so I think Austin is thinking he's the next Da Vinci here. That's what it is. Okay. So I respect you, Austin. I uh, take that. I respect it too, Austin. I respect the piece, like I said, as it is. But there's something to be said about Closing the books on oh, that get one. Get the job done, Austin. Come on. What are you thinking? Finishing the whole tattoo. Finish your tattoo, Austin. No, but but guys, are you serious? You want to get some hennas one day? No. Okay. You can get the D. I'll get the F. And Kyle get the C. Come on. Be cute. How long do hennas last? Hennas, they last a few weeks. We'll get on our face, too. We could try it out. <laughs> that way we can have a good perspective on what we're okay, talking about. I, 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 wasn't, I wasn't on board until you just – I would get a uh, – if you guys got one, I would – for sure, get a henna face tattoo. I even get it during the school year. Are you I, kidding me? The henna face tattoo. Who sure. are you, man? Why did you say yes to that? Yeah, <laughs> I'm not your friend. You know anymore. why? Because it's not permanent. Because I know I can weasel out of it. Two weeks later, I can pretend it was all a dream, like bad night of drinking. It's a Jose Cuervo gone to pass. I don't have to live with it forever. You're gonna get so many faces though. The cashiers, your parents, us, just like looking at it, just squinting. Damien can get a henna mustache, you know. Two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, and then it it would disappear, and then my real beard might start growing in after two weeks. Aw, that'd be nice, right? One day, Damien. I'll get facial hair one day. You got the the yin-yang, man. You have all the balance you need. Except hair. (laughs) (laughs) Aw, man. This coffee is delicious. It's delicious. It's delicious. I haven't had sweet coffee like this. Complimentary coffee. It's great. It's sweet, yet you can tell it's really earthy. It's beautiful. Beautiful coffee. What are some of your famous, f- favorite famous tattoos? Like Thug Life on Tupac. Like mm. That's a famous oh, tattoo. That's a dope tattoo. So great tattoo. That's like such a perfect tattoo. Yeah. Man. But again, 26, he's dead. You know. Yeah. You can't live long with a Thug Life tattoo. Like no, You've got to be on your way out. Like, all right, man, I'm on my way out, guys. Maybe he knew. He was a prophet, right? He was a prophet. He definitely knew. You know, just because, like, who it is, I think uh, Shaq's Superman tattoo is pretty dope. But, like, getting, like, iconic things like McDonald's or Nike or Gortat's Jordan tattoo is terrible. It's so bad. (laughs) He's got a, especially the way it's, like, on his leg. It's on the outside of his leg. NBA's got some interesting tattoos. What, What about LeBron James, the chosen one? 
Oh, yeah. Back, that was yeah. ballsy. And he got that in high school, right? He got it in high school. I don't know if you saw that Nike commercial. Pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, he got that really early. And, arguably, he became the chosen one in basketball. He did become the chosen one. Burn the boats. It's, it, he burned the freaking boat. Like, there's no turning back on that. That tattoo used to bug the shit out of me when I was a kid. Like, when I was in high school, who does this guy think he is? The chosen one. But it's dope. Uh, you guys know D'Angelo Russell, former Laker. He just lit lit up the Lakers. He's on the Nets. Uh-huh. Sure did, He's got yeah. a bunch of tattoos. You can't even tell what they are. But there was one. I was scouring every highlight I could see to find out what this said. And I actually like this tattoo now that I think about it. It's hard to see. It's got clustered tattoos. But it's in, you know, like a, a, like a alarm clock digital font, like a digital font. Uh-huh. It just says N-O colon W. The time is now. It's pretty uh, good. It's pretty, pretty good. Pretty profound. It took, oh, me, yeah. it took me a long time. I was like, what is it? No one? Number one? And I could see it was a W. And it says now. It's like the time is now. It's pretty good. It's pretty, it's pretty, like it. pretty woke. I like woke. it. Yeah. How good. many woke eh, tattoos eh, are there? Like an alarm clock. <laughs> how many woke tattoos are there? Uh, how many woke face tattoos are there? Not many. Like his Gucci man's ice cream, <laughs> ice cream on his face. Is that woke? That's he was one of the first too. Yeah, dude, you gotta give him props there. Lil Wayne, yeah, those. Lil guys. Wayne has face tattoos, right? They're oh, small yeah. though, aren't they? Just tears. Yeah, that's classic gangster classic face tattoo. Stuff, yeah. Oh man, well maybe we'll get one now. Now that we talked about, start it. with Hannah's. Start with also Hannah's. after this episode, I'm gonna look up the I want to look up the best rapper with zero tattoos. Who's yeah, the best be rapper with no tattoos? Like, does Eminem have tattoos? Is he even a good rapper? I, mean, I don't know. I don't listen to him. Probably Lil Dicky. Lil <laughs> Dicky? Yeah, it's, it's just going to be white guys? I don't think he has tattoos. No. He's actually pretty good, man. He's, For what he's done. But he's like, like a oh, parody he's rapper. He's like a funny rapper. I know, but like, think about like what he had to work with and what he accomplished. Like, he's, dick he started off with a little dick. Yeah, he started off with a little dick, and he's brushing shoulders with big dick rappers. That guy's awesome, man. Uh, I don't yeah, know I him he's enough. Good. He's pretty cool. He's a Jew, right? Yes. He's Jewish. Nice. That's our Jew of the episode. We haven't done that for a while. Yeah. Jew or not. Little game we used to play. Are they Jewish or are they not Jewish? It's a good game. It's I like it. Game. Yeah, it's always full of surprises to me. Oh, wow. Oh, Kyle's discovering his future with the grounds. Holy cow. It's extremely viscous, though. Can you read it? You can't read that. Come here. Give me that. I think it's a picture yeah, of my t- I think it's a picture of my next tattoo. My first. Coffee related. What is it? What does it say? It looks like a little insignia. Oh. Oh shit. Oh no. Dagger's reading. Your I did future. take like a little sip of the ground, so like put a little bit back in. Kyle, um listen man, just just enjoy the rest of the year. Uh like the ten, ten days of it? Like two thousand eighteen. Happy New Year. Uh, Happy New Year, guys. That was a veiled, I don't know if that's good or bad. Thanks. And Whoa, what's, what's up, guys? What's going on? Do I, do I, drink, like do I drink it now? Like or? a premonition or something, Dagger? Yeah. What was that? Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Thank you, Sophia. We're doing fantastic. Speaking of, this is the last podcast of the year. This is the last time our listeners will be hearing us for 2018. Maybe we should uh, do a couple recaps. Maybe we should do a little recap section of 2018. Okay. All Let's, the hits? We'll just we'll we'll round it out. We'll finish the year. Okay. I'll start. 2018 was a great year. Full of 
surprises, friends, and life. And I'd like to wish everybody a happy new year. Wow. Happy new year, guys. What From a- me, Damien, at DFC Podcast. Happy New Year, guys! Nice, classy, classy. Yeah, middle, bad. middle of the road. Just this weird grin. He said it. Can I finish this? Here, here's to 2019. Let's have 2019 be better than 2018. Are you reading that off like? Yeah. What at are the you internet reading? or something? Yeah. No, guys. Is there an advertisement coming up? Generic. As the years something? go by, it's important to look back and look forward. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year. Have a balanced New Year, guys. What's a uh, favorite podcast bit of 2018? Let's hear it. Okay. Uh, you know, all the episodes. Loved them. Everybody that participated. From Heineken to Secret Menu to Big Bear Lake to Mount Rushmore to Six Psychology to... Yodel to 20% to Cubano to What's the Bite? 33-33. That was mm. a funny one. To Margaritaville. I'm not done yet. To You're just rattling off our episodes, In order. But yeah. We had Lucky Baldwins. We had Grant Park. Hell we in had the, the cell. DMV. Fan Fight. U.S. Donuts. Mm. Margaritaville. Mm. War on Bums. Oh, War on Grant Bums. Park. Lucky Baldwin's, the DMV, Steak and Eggs, Happy New Year, the Dossier, the Don, Coffee Christmas, and Cloud Vibes. Cloud Vibes. Cloud vibes. That was in, I'm sorry I jumped in on there. That, you're doing it in order. That was, that was nice, Dagger. I wanted to throw you off, and I couldn't, I couldn't throw off a, a podcaster from his, his podcasting pole position. So, well done. Have a coffee New Year. Oh. 